All right, friends, it's time for another episode of the Incredible Hulk podcast. And on this episode, we talked to my friend Ryan Vaughn. And Ryan has been doing some amazing stuff uh, in the meditative and headspace world, right? Kind of understanding the world around you through meditation. And I thought it would be interesting to pick his brain on what's going on right now and how meditation can kind of help you unravel some of that stuff. He's been doing some writing that I find fascinating, and I'll put links to his website and ways to contact him in the show notes. But the stuff he's been doing right now has uh, helped me navigate through some of this and think about things differently and change my perspective. And so I thought if I could grab him for 25 minutes and share with you guys, I would do that. And so today, let's get meditative and do it on the Incredible Hall podcast. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Incredible Halt Podcast. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Don't tell television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. The Incredible Halt. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. Podcast. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. It's good to hear from you. It is great to hear you, man. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm in a uh, yeah, just like in the in the thick of all the stuff. Just like I, I'm sure uh, I'm sure everybody to some degree, you know. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I said yesterday, it do, and I don't know how you feel. Um, it feels a little bit thicker this week than other weeks, but yes, in the thick is of it right? for sure. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think so. I don't know if it's just. Uh, if the weather or whatever the the factors are, it just feels to this week feels like it went by in a blink of an eye, but it was heavier than most of the other weeks, and I'm not real sure why. Well, I will 100% relate to you, but I feel like I my reason is very clear. Um, uh, I, as of like this past Friday, uh, I am no longer with VNN, and that transition was a a doozy. Yeah, so I, I, that's I, the reason that it was it was thicker for me. But I don't think everybody's going through that. Yeah. So how are you, how are you dealing with that? I, I saw your I saw your post on that, and I thought I'm sure that's a that's a heavy thing to kind of change. Yeah, I mean, I've been transitioning for like a year now. Yeah. Um, and uh, and this was just sort of the the logical next step, you know. And you don't really end something that you've you've you know, poured yourself into for so long without some pain. And so I'm just kind of, you know, I'm dealing with the pain. And you have, you've been writing a fair amount about this, this stuff. And, and I think the the blog posts that you've been writing have been amazing. So thank you so much for sharing that with all oh, of thanks. us. Well, it's just, you've, you've, you add, um, some context and some perspective to what's going on that, I don't think enough people are sharing what's going on in their head, which to me feels like we're all in it together. If I can read a piece, and you and I have known each other for a long time, but if I can read a piece from you and go, oh yeah, I feel that too. So maybe I'm not, I'm not so yeah. crazy right now, or I'm not out on a limb by myself, or I'm not on this island going through this, this particular feeling all alone. I'm wondering, you, you know, you, you and I had some offline discussions about meditation and, and those sorts of things. Can you, mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about your path to meditation and, and how that all started and sort of where you are right now? Do you know what kabuki is? It's like a Japanese, you know, kind of dance slash game where you have masks upon masks yes. upon masks and you try to like guess who people are and stuff like that, you know? Yep. So I feel like my whole professional career has been one game of kabuki. Um, and it's this crazy 
I don't know, this, this weird uh, experience to just see everybody going around all the time pretending to be the thing that they think they're supposed to be in order to be successful. And like my own experience was like my, my vision of what I needed to be was so high that it was entirely unattainable. No way in hell I was ever going to live up to any of that. And so I just ended up feeling like, you know, a, a failure and be an imposter the whole time. And so, um, I think eventually I just got confronted with that and in just stopped being able to fake it. And eventually it was like, I just got to like, you know, stop running from this, you know, pervasive fear of not mattering. Um, and just like stop, look it in the face and, you know, see what happens. And that was, a uh, that was like, that was like a year ago, maybe a little bit less than a year ago is when I finally like broke down and, and that's when I actually took a sabbatical. Um, but I mean, prior to that, I've been meditating for probably eight years, maybe. Um, started with uh, Headspace, and uh, you know that evolved into some other stuff, and you know, took a small break for. I was basically like every day, twenty minutes or so. Took a small break when I had kids, but then when stuff started to get sort of mentally more, you know, when I started to see the soup I was in a little bit more clearly, and started to you know, have the, the the reasons that I had worked so hard for so long unravel around me, or at least their importance unravel, then I started investing more in it. Um, you know, just as a means of sort of understanding what was going on. And so for the past probably year, um, I've been, I would say, between a half hour and two hours of meditation a day, depending on the day. Nice. Um, and well, I don't know that it's nice, it's just is um but it's it's been uh it's certainly led to some pretty significant insights from myself that have have uh have changed my trajectory for better or worse well i i say and you you jokingly emailed me the other day and says no one nobody needs to meditate more that they just need you know a, a very zen like response that that i'm not very good at and i i say nice because I think there there was uh, there was prior to all of this this perception that busier is better. If I fill every fifteen minutes yeah. on my Outlook calendar, therefore I am successful. And what you find yeah. is when you talk to people, and this is one of the reasons that I wanted to make sure that I had a chance to get you on the podcast during all of this because your perspective sure. is extremely refreshing. And something that I think people are, are slowly waking up to the longer we're in this quarantine. And, and that is, mm-hmm. um, you know, 30 minutes or two hours. I say nice because you have figured out the value of taking that time and going into yourself and then viewing the world distraction free for that, you know, getting into a meditative state and, and viewing the world yeah. like that and coming out with with learnings that then you can act upon where right now between figuring out if there's enough toilet paper in the stores, what am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to homeschool them? There is anxiety on top of stress on top of anxiety. And I think people are slowly coming to the understanding that this is an opportunity for them to take a moment and figure out what actually matters and moving beyond what I've been talking about, because you, I'm sure you've seen this as well. We've moved from in February, we would, I would call you or you would call me or you text me, hey man, how's it going? I go, man, I'm busy, right? And, and now, if you would text me and go, hey man, how's it going? Everyone responds with good, where 
my hope is as we get through this onto the other side that maybe we we start to understand that there's importance and a little bit of vulnerability in how you're actually doing. And more importantly, even if you're not willing to share it with other people, getting to a, a headspace, no pun intended, that you can start to understand where you are day in and day out. So I think um, I mentioned, I think I mentioned to you that I'm, I'm putting together a meditation and leadership group. Yes. Um, this is the second one. The first one I sort of started on a whim, not really understanding why I was starting it. It just felt like the thing to do. But then it's since sort of spread. And so now the second one's going to kick off next week. And I think there'll be a third one. Who knows? I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how it all evolves. But um, but I think it has a lot to do. Like that's the particular brand of what you're talking about. Um, the way that it makes sense to me is that you, you meaning everybody, uh, sees the world through like a mostly unnoticed but distorted lens of all of your beliefs and biases and, you know, stuff. Um, whether that's like a belief like I had that, you know, I needed to portray an image of this and that, or, you know, I'm a Republican or whatever. There's sure. all these different versions yep. of things. And, and they basically, you don't actually see the world. You see the world refracted through that stuff. And so, um, you know, you, you basically see yourself. And the problem is that, for you know if you don't actually look and you don't spend time to understand you know where the distortions are you you miss what's actually going on um and you you know you distance yourself from you know reality emotionally but also from being effective in reality because you're not actually seeing what's going on and so um we all live in little virtual reality or, or augmented reality fields all the time. Uh, and, you know, there is the option of spending time to understand what the water, what, what characteristics the water you're swimming in has. Um, so you can sort of like tear them out in like the way that you would use that word in high school science class. Sure. Um, because we're all swimming in water with characteristics, you know, that are very American. Uh, but if you've, if you've just always been in water, like you ask a fish out of the water, they're like, what water? Right. Right. And I think that's the, that's the, that's the situation that we all find ourselves in. The nice thing about this whole, um, you know, period of time that we find ourselves in now is that we've all stepped out of the water for a sec and we can all kind of like from the land, look at it and be like, man, fuck that water is like, it's got some, you know, it's, it's got some opinions and those <laughs> opinions I just assumed we're mine. Yeah. But, you know, turns out I can do without. And, and that's not necessarily that you do. It's just that you have a choice. And so this might be an unfair question to you, but I, I again, uh, you and I have had a, a number of conversations over the past week or so about this. And, and I'm wondering, you've run, mm -hmm. you've run a cohort, you're running another cohort, you might run a third one. If, if somebody's waking up and and feeling like this is something that could help them, do you you know as somebody who's been in this space for nearly you know eight nine nearly a decade, right? Um, do you have any advice of of where or how to think about starting a, a meditative practice? Yeah, just tons. I mean, like I guess for somebody that's just starting the the this is actually what we're doing in the the group as well is like there's a lot of different things that you can do a lot of different techniques a lot of different you know 
there's so many, there's, you know, 10,000 different types of meditations that you can do all with nice things and complicated things and whatever. And most of it, like pretty much all of it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is do whatever you have to do to get the car moving, to establish some momentum. And, you know, once you get the car moving, then you can figure out how to steer. So I would say focus on whatever works for you to establish the habit of daily meditation and not like, not, you know, a couple times a week meditation is great. I think daily is a, is, you know, there's something that happens when it's that consistent. Yep. Um, but it doesn't need to be a lot and it doesn't need to look a certain way. It's just, you know, get that momentum started and you start to learn stuff pretty quickly. And once you start to gain realizations, like one big one early on is that you are not your thoughts. You're different from your thoughts. And frankly, you don't control them. And like, once you start learning stuff like that experientially, you know, you, you know, you, you, you can start investing in understanding that with whatever tools work for you. Yeah. So, so, um, are you, give me the context around where these questions are coming from. Cause they feel like you're, they're specific questions. Is this just like, Eric's interested or is this like, I'm thinking about doing something with it or to be honest with you, dude, I'm just, I'm curious about, cause I'm one that has played in this space, but has never been regular with it, but have enjoyed mm-hmm. when I've had the chance to kind of, when I get to do days in a row, I absolutely feel what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Um, and I just get the sense through the people I'm talking to, not only in my professional life, but my personal life over the last five weeks, people are searching for stuff right now. And so my questions come from a place of they're searching for perhaps answers or just perhaps a, a shift in mindset because all of this has sort of been mm-hmm. turned upside down. And what they, to your point about getting out of the water, you know, what they thought was real life turns out can very quickly not be real life. And that can yep. be jolting to somebody who's not ready for that right when you when you you know when well the example i would use is let's stay with the fish if you pull a fish out of the water it's like whoa what the hell's going on here right because yeah its entire environment has been removed from its person and I, i don't know that you can to to be fair to your point i don't know that you can be ready for something like this i don't mean that at all but I get the sense from you and the the length of time that you've been practicing and the way in which you were writing uh, on the Ryan Vaughn website that you've got a calm about you that might be different from other people right now. And I guess that's where my my questions are coming from. You've got a you've got a thing yeah. you've got a thing about you that gravitates towards me asking you questions. Sure. Well, I'm 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 yeah, happy to answer them. Like this is a thing that this area is something that I'm you know, passionate about and have probably spent relatively a lot of time in. So happy to, happy to help as I can. And like, for me, there's not a, you know, my whole life I've been sort of most of my life, uh, up until, you know, probably the last year, um, I've been trying to get somewhere, trying to create, you know, trying to be somebody, I guess. Um, and, I think like the stuff that I'm doing, whether it's writing or whether it's this, these groups or whatever's next, I'm, I'm doing it from a different place intentionally. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with, and most of mostly I just don't even have a plan for, Hey, here's where I'm going. It's mostly just like, Hey, this feels like it needs to exist. So we'll do it and see what happens. 
And so that's, you know, that's why I started writing. That's why I started these groups. And it's been remarkable to see how, um, how much can happen from that perspective. Cause I think when I first tried it on, it was like, a I had a little, you know, freak out about like, Oh no, am I going to just going to sit on my ass all the time if I don't have a five-year plan? Right. Um, right. Cause I didn't want to, you know, I'm not a slow person. I don't want to like not do stuff. Um, I completely 100% understand and empathize with the logic of why one would go to the, you know, the mountains and become a monk. Um, hundred percent, but I just don't think that's what I want to do. So it's sort of like reconciling, you know, everything being as it needs to be right now with also, I want to act and make change and, you know, help. Yep. That's that paradox is I think a, um, a juicy one. <laughs> I, I would agree. Can, uh, and this might be an unfair question, but I'm going to ask anyway, do have you had, had unfair. uh, well, I just, because I, I think it's a large question for me to go in a, in an elevator pitch, give me this answer. But, but I guess I would in the, in the year that you've been in this mindset and you've been, um, sort of listening to the universe and then responding in kind. This needs to exist, therefore I'm going to take a shot at it. H- have you been able to put some words around maybe how you decided to listen finally? You know, because I would I would imagine mm-hmm. you would believe this, and or if not, I do. I believe that the universe is always speaking, and it's just whether or not we take the opportunity to listen to it is kind of the choice and when I hear you speak and when I read your stuff it feels like you clearly reached a a point where this was going to happen but when you say things like I felt like this needed to be in the universe so I did it I wonder if you you have words around when that became a possibility to you to to do right because that wouldn't be a default mindset for when you when you talk about distinctly American that's not a default mindset for distinctly American individuals for sure so i don't have like prepared words but i can talk around it for a little bit <laughs> that and um, that's why i meant by unfair like i didn't i wasn't looking yeah. for the back of the book you know excerpt but if you could just well, sort of me, talk about it yeah let me think um so i think it's i think it's an unlearning um i think that we from forever you know, when from the first moment we're born, we're and and uh, acculturated, we're taught that we are a separate thing and we need to, you know, like be, like turn that into something, turn that separate thing into something, turn ourselves into something important or, you know, different cultures define important in different ways or different families define important or good or whatever in different ways. But th- but it's like a, um, you know, a need to fear and control and grow in a direction that the future is better than the past. And I think that's like, even, you know, back from like, um, sort of the whole Abrahamic, you know, religious traditions that most people in America come from, or a lot of people in America come from, there's like, you know, the, there's God and then there's us and we are very different and it's up to us to try to be more like him. And so it's like this striving, it's this, you know, there's a, there's a doing associated with all of it. Um, where, you know, like a reaching, I guess. And 
you know, you're born with that or you're, or you're, um, you're taught that forever, at least in the West and, and most around most of the world as well. And my experience, such as it, it relates to others, I don't know, but my experience is that, um, all of that, what I just said is what gets in the way of listening. And so, you know, for a long time, particularly for some that has some success in like playing the game and, you know, getting material success and doing all the stuff that you're supposed to do to win all the stuff that you're told is going to make you happy, the American dream and all that. Like it's easy to convince yourself that that's, that's what matters. That's what, that's what it is. And my experience is until that stops working, that's just what you do. You just keep achieving, you keep, you know, acquiring, you keep chasing the next high, whatever it is. Um, and then at some point that stops working for some reason and you get out of the water and you look back and you're like, wait a sec. Like it turns out that this isn't life. This is just like one particular, you know, flavor, um, that I never asked for and never, you know, I just, it's just something that I've been doing. And if you get my experiences, I got, I got enough context to, a, see how hard I was, how how much of myself I was spending on reaching and striving, and B, I I made it enough times to convince myself that making it was never going to make me happy. Um, and you know, there's this void of like, well, shit, if that model of just go 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 get 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 doesn't work, well, then what? And I think once you have, for me, once I had that, once I got to that question. Once I got to the question of, um, I'm convinced that the thing everybody else is doing doesn't work for me. There's not like a, you know, nobody gives you a, okay, so here's the alternative that doesn't exist. And right. So really what you end up with is this big hole, this big space. Um, my knee jerk reaction was, well, just fill it with another thing. Right. But I, you know, I couldn't do that anymore. And eventually, if you maintain that space, then then my experience has been that there's something there. And the something there is like, you know, what there is to do or, I mean, you can call it what you want yourself, you know, God, whatever. I don't know. It's just like once you get, I'll try to like summarize it and maybe talk about it in a different way. Um, we construct our personalities as a way of becoming something. And a lot of times we construct our personalities in response to our fears. So for me, like my biggest fear is that I won't matter or I won't be enough. And so my personality is this basically constructed around proving that that's not true. So it's like just achieve, achieve, achieve so that everybody knows and everybody can tell me that I'm enough and I'm good enough. But people have different fears and their personalities are created around that. Um, but your personality is all made up. And like if you actually look at your personality, you actually look at why you do the things you do and, and who you are, it doesn't stand any scrutiny. Like it, it, you see right through it. And that's what meditation is helpful with is seeing how mechanistic all that shit is for yourself so that, you know, you see it enough times you're like, fuck, I really have nothing to do with the fact that I act this way. And, you know, then why act that way anymore? And you start peeling away layers of your personality or they start falling away. And at some point you get underneath it all. And then there's the universe. 
dude that was uh that was a what I what I was hoping for, and b uh, profoundly amazing. Uh, and so I, I just I don't want to I want to leave it there and let people sort of soak that up. And I want to be mindful of your time. Um, so if people want to reach out to you, which I highly encourage them to do, that where is where's your preferred? Do you want is it the website? Is it Twitter? Where do you want them to reach out to you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Ryan Vaughn at gmail I, dude, I I literally I thank you for your time. This I thought this was I thought this was terrific, and I I genuinely you and I have not been in contact nearly enough um, as of recently. So it was nice to kind of uh, catch up and kind of get your your feel on what's going on. And, and like I said, um, my curiosity comes from the fact that there's there's something about you right now, and yeah. I, I I wanted to share that. Yeah. Well, no, and and if if people are interested in. Um in you know getting involved in some of the meditation and leadership stuff that i'm doing uh yeah just reach out to me i'm uh like i said it's it's sort of taken on a life of its own and that's exciting um but it's uh you know it's it's built and and uh and grows with the people that are a part of it so thanks for for uh for reaching out yeah dude just thank thanks for the time and i hope you guys are well um and i would love to go grab coffee or something when when we're in the after whatever that is yeah, I would really like that. I would really like that. All right, brother. Go have a good All weekend. Right, Thanks for the See time. You. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye.